Northern Brewer is the proud sponsor of the Brewing Network's Jamil Show. They have the widest selection of domestic and imported malts and grain, hops from all over the world, and a full line of liquid and dry yeast. No matter what style of beer you're brewing, Northern Brewer has the ingredients you need, plus fast shipping and expert staff to help you make the best beer possible. Please visit northernbrewer.com for all things homebrew. All homebrewers have a favorite commercial beer, but not everyone can make it. Welcome to the show that teaches you how, where you can challenge two masters, Jamil Zainashev and Tasty McDole. This is the Jamil Show. Can you brew it? Now here's Jamil. Hey, howdy, hey, my brothers and sisters. Back for another uh, episode of the uh, Jamil Show, Can You Brew It? We try. We try to brew it. Yes. <laughs> right, right. And, uh, you know, listen to the uh, the uh, the various um, bits and pieces of the show. I, I must say I've got much love for uh, our great sponsor, Northern Brewer. They've been with the yeah. Jamil Show for uh, over three years, right? Right. Uh, Jamil Show has been going uh, like three and a half years. They've, they've been with us uh, for a long time. And, uh, you know, really making it possible through, you know, continuous donations uh, uh, for, uh, you know, advertising. And, uh, you know, even through uh, tough economic times, they sticking with us and right. making sure you guys get this programming. Because otherwise, you know, Justin can't uh, buy his uh, ramen and uh, blow or whatever he buys. and uh, Not necessarily know. in that order. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, you know. The uh, electricity for the studio, computers, you know, computers go, go south in the a hot studio. Nothing for the air conditioning. Right. You know, computers, all these boards, all these, you know, yeah, there's a lot of hardware, preamps right? and microphones and people, you know, busting headphones and a lot, of, a lot of costs associated with keeping this place going. And, and especially bandwidth. You know, the more you guys listen, <laughs> the, the more these, you know. Yeah, it's not uh, free. And you up to how many billions of uh terabytes of uh bandwidth a a month some ridiculous freaking amount it is ridiculous i couldn't now. believe and you know we have then, two servers going to handle it and then we looked at the numbers uh maybe a year ago and you're like i i don't see how they're billing me for all this you know and we we looked at how many downloads you get and how you know and we added it up we're like oh yeah you're yeah. using all that aren't you yeah you're using all that and then more some. And okay. then some. When we yeah. started this, uh, actually, when we started Bruce Strong, we had to add a second server just to, uh, just to, well, to there cover you the go. bandwidth. There you go. Yeah. The most popular shows, there you go. Get yeah. a hold of yourself there, Turbo. <laughs> get a hold of myself. Well, you know, speaking of getting a hold of myself. Yes, yeah, so what do you got to say for yourself? <laughs> well, but. you know, it's three-day weekend, you know. Oh, yeah. And, uh, right. yeah, and so, I, uh, you know, uh, I, I, I get a little lucky with the wife, you know. Because three day weekend, yeah, you can only you begged all three days and finally got lucky. Okay, gotcha. right, right. Yeah. beg for two, lucky on the third. Right. Otherwise, so yeah, it becomes, for you. becomes Monday, and then you know, yeah. and then, no, I didn't then, get late, then you know what? But uh, no, and uh, so so there I am with uh, Mrs. Malty and <laughs> Mrs. Malty. And, you know, I'm uh, I'm you know working towards the moment of yeah, you're uh, the goods. Yeah, yeah. enlightenment. Yes. And uh, all of a sudden, I get this just blinding pain in the top of my head. <laughs> and, you know, I'm like, you know, uh, my vision goes, you know, bright white. And, you know, I'm just this wow. incredible pain in my head. 
and I'm thinking to myself, you know, this is it. I'm, I'm, I'm dying here. I'm, you know, I'm going to have a stroke, the aneurysm, one. whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm dying. But, of course, you know, if I'm going to die, I'm not dying with, you know, bullets you got, left in the gun. Got, yeah, you got to finish business. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yep. I, I realized, so I got your focus. I realized at that point that... that what a way to go. That, uh, you know... <laughs> that you know more important than than life itself you know i was i was not I well, we're, was, we're, uh, we're programmed that way okay. exactly put it in a wire in place yeah, you yeah. would you would think yes. you would think that you would stop <laughs> you would say to yourself <laughs> oh, wait a minute wait i better a minute. call an ambulance right i better call an ambulance no, <laughs> no. let me finish what i'm doing first <laughs> yeah. you know makes sense may kill me but sure. uh you know yeah i don't know but i think it was you know yeah i think we're over programmed to uh, <laughs> Propagate. Yeah, way yeah. over program. <laughs> right. Oh, so, uh, no, it was it was intense. It's typical male behavior, I'm sure. <laughs> right. So, uh, the. Uh, oh, and this is the fine kind of uh, programming you find on oh, uh, Love Story. We'll edit this out. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, that show that uh, is, is so alternative, uh, it hasn't even been aired yet. Yeah, we're just putting them in the can. <laughs> right. ah, don't go with that. <laughs> So what are, we, uh, what are we brewing today? Oh, yeah, we're brewing well, the... we got Ballast Point. So, ballast Point, uh, Calico Amber. No, we, we, we got a request for Ballast Point. A lot of and, requests. Uh, so uh, it was decided this is going to be your challenge, Tasty. You were going to I got to brew it up, yeah, Point. yeah. Well, uh, Yusef uh, really gave us all the information we needed, I thought. He did a, played a few games with us there on the... Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. You know, had, had like sort of like do some name the hop kind of games with him but uh right, right. i did i followed the clues and got them figured out and it was a little fun. google search and a little google and search. That, were, that was spot on <laughs> right that was right there oh yeah yeah i got the state i got the hop yeah yeah that's that pretty, pretty cool pretty easy yeah, i got that well and i really i'm a big fan of uh ballast points calico amber that yeah it's a real yeah it's first session. time i yeah. think i had it was um a good friend of mine uh chad stevens he oh, he brought it up fan. he brought me uh, yeah he brought me up a, a big sampler of uh, ambers and ipas and stuff uh one time when he came up and just gave me uh, like a big box of these and then it was the the calico amber and i really enjoyed it mm. i thought it was i thought it was great so every time i'm down in uh, san diego uh, what do i do i uh i make sure i get myself some some uh, calico amber yeah when i drop uh, into a, a geographical pardon. area i always go to the bottle shop and uh, mm-hmm. Find some local beers for sure. Yeah, and, and you know the great thing is, you know, when you're close to a brewery like that, even if you can't get to the brewery, right. and uh, you know, get the beer, you know, fresh from 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 the brewery, um, you know, the, the travel distance between the brewery and the and the yeah, shops and down the, there, the stuff is, moves pretty well because it is a local. A local yeah, beer. yeah, yeah. You know, and 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 they'll they'll sell a bunch of that. So mm. I like it. It's it's got a nice. Um, uh, malt backbone to it. It's kind of, uh, you know, uh, not uh, overly uh, uh, caramel, but it's got a firm, uh, you know, kind of uh, uh, caramel notes to it. Darker caramel and, and lighter caramel, a nice balance, and then uh, good hop character. And I, I really yeah. like that. And and it's again one of those things that uh, dries out enough. Right. Indeed. That uh, that you can drink a few pints. Yeah. yeah, you can drink a bunch of this. And, and yeah, it's like and to me that's the amber ale style. Mm-hmm. It's a beer that you can drink, you know, several pints of. It's just a tad hoppier than a pale, you know, so, mm-hmm. and a little mm-hmm. more color to go along with it. And a little bit of that crystal malt. Yeah, and a little, uh, right. A little crystal malt sweetness in it. Right. And uh, yeah, real enjoyable. I like the, uh, 
you know that that character there's a little bit of a a, a citrusy uh uh, you know, kind of a Northwest, uh, you know, hop character yeah, to it, right. uh, which which we really enjoy. Uh, it's obviously using American hops. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, a uh, fine beer. And, uh, you know, one, one that I enjoy uh, mightily. So. It's a tasty brew. So what, what, was the, uh, what was the plan of attack on this? Well, we listened to, uh, you know, Yusef's uh, giving us the yeah, recipe. Yeah. and uh, So we did an interview with Yusef? Yep, and he, uh, you know, he was a little bit hesitant, but I see once we got going there, he yeah. uh, right. he warmed up, so. Uh, okay, yeah. well, let, let's do this. Let's take a short break. As soon as we come back, we'll get right into the interview with Yusef from uh, Ballast Point. Back after this. Okay, so my double IPA has an ABV of 7.5 and a clarity of brilliant. So that's a plus eight. I pour it. Sorry, looks like she found it unpalatable. Ha! Shut up, Doug. My creek gets a plus ten versus girls because it's a fruit beer. You can't open the bottle, and she walks over to the guy with the Pinot Grigio. This sucks. Ugh, I hate it when Greg's the brewmaster. What's this? Non-alcoholics Anonymous? Dude, get out of here. We're in the middle of a brew session. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Have you ever been called upon to explain why it's named India Pale Ale? Do you burp Y Yeast 3522 and crap Cascade? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs. Ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the tongue splitter. I've got dry hops stuck in my braces. And the burp. Urban Barrel Porter. Now on tap in the Mose Eisley Cantina. Make 10th level at northernbrewer.com. White Labs, your source for maltose mowing monsters, announces the White Labs Platinum lineup for 2009. Looking for out-of-the-ordinary yeast to make the best beer possible? The Platinum strains from White Labs are only available for a limited time and make your homebrew stand out. Through February, find Australian Ale, Essex Ale, and Dusseldorf Alt Yeast. March and April, it's Nottingham Ale, Abbey 4, and Mexican Lager Yeast. And May through June, don't miss Premium Bitter Ale, Belgian Wit 2, and Belgian Bastogne Ale Yeast. Keep up with all the great yeasts in the White Labs Platinum Program at whitelabs.com, where you can also join the White Labs Customer Club. Brew with the freshest and most unique yeast with the White Labs 2009 Platinum Strains. White Labs. It's all in the vial. Downtown Joe's, located in the historic Oberon Building in beautiful downtown Napa, California, offers an award-winning brew pub experience from 8.30 a.m. to 1 a.m. every day. For 15 years at the corner of 2nd and Main, Downtown Joe's has been voted Best Night Spot seven times and Best Brew Pub for the last four years in a row. Brewmaster Colin Kaminsky's handcrafted ales, like his tail wagon amber ale and double secret probation IPA, are the perfect accent to riverside dining, live music, and a relaxing outdoor patio. Don't miss the Beer of the Month, special rotating taps, and the BN Army Member Special. Wear your BN gear, get 10% off your beer. Visit downtownjoes.com to make reservations, peruse their extensive calendar of events, or just read more about their fantastic beers. Come enjoy the fine beer, food, and music. Downtown Joe's, the award-winning brew pub where you'll feel at home. 
Organic ingredients. Fresh, clean, good for you, good for the planet. And Seven Bridges has the best selection in the world. Everything is a click away at breworganic.com. Join the mailing list for special deals and regular updates about new products and specials. They have been brewing organic and serving organic brewers for almost 12 years. They can help you brew great organic beer. Seven Bridges will be at the National Homebrewers Conference in Oakland. Stop by the booth to meet them and talk about organic and environmentally friendly brewing. Organic homebrew samples will be served. Find out about the newly formed all-organic homebrew club, Team Organica. Seven Bridges is the host and promoter of the National Organic Brewing Challenge, the only BJCP-sanctioned nationwide brewing competition just for organic beers. Take the challenge this fall for a chance to win great prizes, including a hands-on brewing experience at an organic Brewery. Seven Bridges. Visit today at breworganic.com. This is www.thebrewingnetwork.com. Sit down next to it, grab yourself a paper towel, and watch those yeast have sex. You're listening to the Brewing Network. We're here with Yusuf Chernay. He's uh, head brewer at uh, Ballast Point in San Diego. And uh, thanks for joining us uh, today, Yusuf. No problem. Good to be back. Yeah, and yeah, you, you had quite the adventure on the Sunday show. I I, I understand. <laughs> we'll, we'll just call it adventure. That's an understatement. <laughs> well, and uh, you know, one of the things we wanted to talk to you today was uh, about today was uh, Calico Amber. It's actually one of my my favorite beers. When I'm down in San Diego, <laughs> I buy bombers of Calico Amber, and I I drink them copiously while I'm down there, and I bring them back with me. Uh, last time down the RV, I loaded up the fridge with a bunch of Calico Amber. I really love that beer, and, and uh, our listeners do, too. But uh, one of the things I'm very intrigued in, uh, about is that uh, you guys are starting up distilling. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we actually, uh, you know, we needed some something like a new toy, essentially. Uh, we've been at the brewing game for uh, since 96 uh, as professional brewers, and probably about four years before that as the owners of Homebrew Mart, which is a homebrew supply store down in San Diego. And uh, essentially, you know, i had been interested in making spirits for a while, and uh, in order to do it, you almost need to get a license, or in fact, you do need a license because otherwise you're a felon. So uh, we just decided if we kind of could cram in a distillery in the corner of the brewery and uh, convince everybody that it would be okay to do that, uh we would go ahead and try and luckily we had some uh, people that broke ground quite a few number of years ago mainly uh anchor steam so they really paved the way for us and i have to thank uh, fritz maytag for that and uh you know i know they've been kind of secretly uh wishing that no one ever would do what they did and uh you know they're they're pioneers in both the brewing and the distilling areas so uh we're following after greatness i guess but hopefully we can make something that uh is equally as satisfying and great as the beers that we that we make down here in san diego well you make some great beers down there but now what about distribution where's where's your distribution currently how come i can't well, get them up few, here in northern california that's that's my complaint yeah we've had a little bit of uh some trouble uh cracking into the northern california market um we came up with uh, some distribution, and uh, it was just not uh, going as we liked it, so we actually pulled out, and we just now are signing with a new distributor. It's Krissa, and we should uh, really get the ball rolling up there and start hitting, you know, 
the the finer beer establishments. I know uh, City Beer has had our beer before. Uh-huh. Uh, they've actually driven down uh, Le- Ed Ledger over at Ledger's in Berkeley. Mm-hmm. Uh, loves our beer up there. So we're going to try to really just high spot the beer, get it into the, the people that really will appreciate it. Barclays over in Berkeley, stuff like that. I think so people should, people everywhere be, would appreciate your beer. Yeah, you know, uh, we can't. That's uh, the biggest problem we've had is just making enough beer to supply to the people. And, mm-hmm. and you know, we make a lot of great, robust series beers, you know, the Sculpin, the Victory at Sea, uh, which we can't nearly make enough of. Um, so, you know, we, we kind of have to pick and choose where we're going to be. And, uh, you know, I have some pretty strong uh, Bay Area roots, so I, I'd like to, you know, get it up there. I'm, I'm, I'm in that area quite a bit and i'd like to be able to see our beer and you know get it out there well that's great news in the meantime i guess people if you you get a chance to travel to san diego uh do that but uh if not maybe uh yusuf maybe you can help help us out with uh you know very highly requested is calico amber and uh maybe you could give us a few tips on uh, how to brew that beer yeah i've uh you know, talking to Justin about how you guys work the show, and uh, we were just, you know, kind of talking about whether or not I should challenge you guys and really, you know, give you the bare bones of what uh, goes in and, you know, really, really have you guys. I know I, I didn't meet you last week, but Tasty, I know, is one of the most accomplished home brewers in the nation. So, uh, no, like, we're wimps. Just, we're, we're wimps. We shouldn't yeah. be challenged. You yeah. should just yeah. help us out here. Yeah. We're lazy. Help, we help a brother out. Yeah, maybe it should just give you the real bare bones, and then and then you can go from there. But uh, you know, I, I I don't have a problem uh, go you know giving you as much information as uh, as I can or you want. And uh, you know, there's some secrets on the uh, on the labels. You know, I was reading over our labels, and they talk about four different varieties of hops and six varieties of malt and stuff like that. Um, about the only real secret we have to the beer is the yeast. It is a proprietary strain, so. Uh-huh. Um, there isn't really one available uh, on the market, so to speak, but uh, you know I can give you some specs on that too okay. to kind of help you out. So well, you tell me where do you want to go? With all right. Well, and I will say your your first mistake was in listening to Justin at all, and that right that right <laughs> there is, is 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 you know mistake number one. All right, let's start with some of the basic uh, numbers here. Uh, starting gravity on this beer. Well, we're looking for about a 13-and-a-half Play-Doh, so mm-hmm. I know you guys, uh, I, I don't know, whenever I'm brewing, I have to convert back to uh, starting gravity. Yeah, no because problem. Because that's how I learned as a home brewer, but for some reason, in the bigger scales, everyone wants to know Play-Doh. Mm-hmm. That's fine. So you're looking at about a 10.54. Uh, 10. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, and and don't worry, we can do all the yeah, conversions, so units. whatever units uh, you're you're most comfortable with uh, works for us. And finishing gravity? Well, I, yeah. Uh, finishing gravity, you're looking at probably around a, a ten twelve to a ten fourteen. Mm-hmm. Okay, and uh, IBUs. Well, we've got it listed here at about thirty five. I think if it was tested, it would probably be more in the range of uh, between forty five or so. So, uh, I would say you know if you shoot for the forties, you'll you'll be in business. Mm-hmm. And what does the ABV work out to be on the spear? Uh, let's see here. You can't calculate that out? <laughs> uh, we can. Yeah, uh, don't like, worry about it. Yeah. Uh, and how about SRM? You know what SRM the color is on it? Just, 
I just uh, sent all those numbers in. I don't have that written on our uh, our sheet right here in front of me. Okay. Uh, I'd have to get back to you on that. I can't okay. play off the top of my head. And, and that means I'm going to have to be. That means I'm going to have to be uh, more specific with the recipe. Yeah, it's going to have to make up exactly. for that. Yeah, yeah, so we get the great. Yeah, right. And uh, speaking of uh, like your process and stuff, what about uh, boil time on this? Uh, what do you tend to do for uh, for the boil? It's a 60-minute boil, and and you know we've we've got two different kettles that I've used. Uh, one was a direct fire, and and the other is a steam heated uh, kettle with a calandria. So we get a real rock and boil out of uh, out of both cases. So mm-hmm. 60 minutes is uh, doing us good on that. Okay. And how about uh, the the grain bill on this? What? Uh... Well, you get, we've got a roughly. Uh, 79, 80% uh, two-row, and mm-hmm. we're using a uh, Cargill pale malt two-row. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've got about 13% uh, caramel 80, mm-hmm. so a real pretty high high amount of 80 in there, and that's breeze malt. Um, then we've got a blend of uh, two different uh, imported lighter crystal malts, and that's going to be about 7% there. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry, I'm not uh, divulging those to you. Okay. <laughs> those you'll have to. I, I want to see you guys make something that uh, I can taste and go, God, this is good, you know. So okay. I want to want to see what you guys come up with on those. But you know, what's I, what's the general? Yeah, what country are we talking about? England. <laughs> yes. Uh, we've got some English malt in okay. there. Uh-huh. Uh, that yeah, we're looking English, uh, uh-huh. and you know, I don't I don't like the real heavy uh, dark crystals. I think they give a little bit of a of a smoky quality to the beer, so I'm sticking with the lighter stuff. Lighter crystal. Lighter, so like in the, the 40 love 30, range 40. in there, 30, 40. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we've got uh, the two-row, the caramel, and some lighter crystal malts. That's a, that's close to 100%. Anything else in there? A uh, very small amount of some carapils in there, too. Carapils, okay. All right, and what do you what do you mash that at? Is that single effusion or multi step, and uh, what sort of temperature? Right, single infusion. Uh, we're we're trying to shoot for right around 150 degrees on the mash. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the uh, you know for for a lot of homebrewers, it's hard to to uh, do any kind of research on it, but uh, we do do a, a Vorloff uh, for you know a good 20 minutes or so on that to clarify. So. Uh, total time, you know, you might be looking at about an hour, you know, when you're talking mash, warloff combined. Mm-hmm. Okay. And what about uh, the hop schedule on this? Well, uh, we're looking at uh, two two hops added into the boil. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got, uh, you know, a relatively high alpha hop on there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if, you know, you guys want to mess around on those at all. Sure. But... Uh, We've got uh, you know something that's essentially an, an all-purpose uh, high alpha, mm-hmm. and then we've, we're also blending in a, a little bit of uh, you know more of a dual-purpose hop in there as well. And you know, as you kind of one of the things that um, you know any aspiring home brewers that are, are turning pro, one of the hard things to do uh, as a home brewer is. Um, to take a, a beer that's got, you know, just one type of hop throughout, and when you scale that up to a large scale, 
you really kind of put yourself in a bad position because of hop issues throughout the year. Mm-hmm. So one of my recommendations to, you know, up-and-coming brewers would be uh, to kind of uh, think twice about doing varietal varietal batches of beers. We, we kind of uh, have done, I've done that in the past. It's a real good, good idea if you want to really nail down the flavors that different hops give. But when it comes to mass producing these things, sometimes that comes back to bite you and you know, that's just a little side note there. <laughs> mm-hmm. hmm. So, uh, what kind but, of uh, what kind of additions okay. are you doing with these hops? Uh, we, we're doing a full sixty minute edition, um, and you know, we're looking at getting obviously the primary bitterness from from those two. Uh, we're we're getting uh, a late edition, which we do at uh, the final ten minutes of Cascade, and uh, and then. Uh, final final edition uh in the whirlpool actually with a blend of, of cascade and centennial mm-hmm. so some you know some people are concerned uh with the bittering hops and i, I know that some bittering hops kind of do carry flavor all the way through and mm-hmm. yeah. it's kind of surprising that sometimes that that is the case but uh you know i i don't think i'd be as concerned with that um as the as the ones that are going in those later editions um I have to say we I don't use a lot of Chinook, so you can eliminate that one out of the out of the picture. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will tell you a little secret. It uh one of the hops is uh bred from open pollination in the state of Idaho, so if that helps you out at all. <laughs> With Google, yes, it will. <laughs> and the other hop in the uh, early edition is uh often substituted for northern brewer okay and uh uh any other hop additions uh it's it's the 60 and then a 10 and a whirlpool and then right uh, that's okay. it uh the beer is not dry hopped uh you know we do enough dry hopping in the big eye and the sculpin and the dorado to take care of that so uh-huh. uh this is not a dry hopped beer right and then, uh, what about water? Are you making any water adjustments? What do you, how do you, do you treat your water there in San Diego? Yeah, we actually have a really uh, hard water here in San Diego, and uh, for you know English style beers, which this is an you know based off real, real loosely off of English ESB. Um, you know, obviously it's got nothing but American hopping in it, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where we're going with it. Um, the hard water we do filter. Uh, to get all the chlorine and chloramine out Mm -hmm. Um, so we you know do a heavy carbon uh, filtration on all the water and then a a particulate filter which uh, will get any carbon fines or any uh, iron deposits or anything like that but you know no we're not not adding any uh, hardness to it because it's already super hard and and uh, we're not you know obviously taking much away if anything the uh the water might lose a little bit of hardness because we heat our our water in our hot, hot liquor tank, which mm-hmm. tends to mm-hmm. drop out a little bit of the hardness. But. Right. Okay. And um, now you, you mentioned on the uh, on the yeast, you couldn't tell us what the the, the yeast was proprietary yeast, but uh, uh, what what kind of character are you you shooting for with with your yeast as far as fermentation goes? Are you Describe for us. Are you going for something, uh, you know, uh, fruity or? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I said before, that uh, the English ESB should tip you guys off uh, mm-hmm. to to uh, several yeast strains available from companies like White Labs. Um, 
we do use white labs to to bank our yeast and to you know we we get the other yeast for our different beers that we make from them um you know we're looking at uh uh ale yeast that's going to definitely have some fruity characteristics uh we're looking for very very good flocculation characteristics mm-hmm. that's that's uh what's so awesome about this yeast that we're using and uh and you know and and but at the same time it's not uh, quite as uh high in residual sugar content with the as far as the attenuation goes um i know that you know the english ale yeast tends to leave the beers a little bit sweet uh sometimes you know so uh yeah you can kind of pick your best shot from there i guess mm-hmm. okay so something that dries out a little bit more, but is still a good flocculator and has some uh, right. English characteristics as far as the fruitiness and all that. Uh, can you tell us uh, what kind of fermentation temperature you run with this? Yeah, we're looking at a you know just a regular seventy degree fermentation, um, and and typically we get you know four or five day fermentations out of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we we cold condition uh, after about eight to ten days, we'll start dropping the temperature down and. Uh, and that yeast will drop out real nice and bright. We do uh, we do filter our finished product um, because of the uh, amount of packaged goods that go out. Uh, we you know don't want any residual yeast in that beer. But uh, with most you know if, if a home brewer is going to be doing this beer, you could probably get away with just uh, you know since it is such a good flocculator or the yeast that you pick you know a lot of times you can get away with just getting a real nice bright beer out of it without mm-hmm. filtration. Right. Any other uh, tips for us on uh, on uh, meeting our challenge? Any any suggestions you'd give us uh, for uh, you know what what we might uh, want to focus on for for uh, doing this uh, diacetyl rest, anything like that? Uh, um, well, the, you know that's the the, the fear of uh, every brewer to get into a diacetyl situation with. Uh, a yeast that flocks out real good but uh you know if if you're not slamming the yeast like after you know three days you're not putting your fermenter in a fridge and trying to chill it down too quick i don't think you'll have any problems mm-hmm. um you're up in the you're up in the 70s and yeah. uh you know the yeast should stay up in suspension long enough to to reduce the diastole so um i i wouldn't say anything extraordinary has to be done keep it keep it you know mildly uh in the 70 degree range and, and you should be all right if uh if you do get it too cold um that typically those those yeasts will really start slowing down to a crippling pace so um depending on where you're brewing you know sometimes you have to to, to take some measures to get the temperature warm or cool or whatever you need to do to, to get it around that 70 degrees mm-hmm. okay great well, thank you very much for for taking the time to to speak with us and uh, give us some some tips on brewing such a fine beer as uh, Ballast Point Calico Amber, and uh, we hope to see you up in the studios again uh, in the not too distant future. We'll we'll make sure that uh, uh, the the crowd that's here while you're here is is uh, maybe a little bit better. Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I I actually have great love for uh, for. Uh, Roger, so uh, he's a great guy. I think he makes, I think he makes great beers, and uh, you he know does. what? Uh, a little, a little bit of comedy takes away from some of the dryness that sometimes uh, you know some of the 
uh, technical stuff starts uh, getting a little dry. So having a you know a butt in your uh, face, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm speaking on, on behalf of Mike White because he he didn't he didn't even get near me, but uh, you know that uh, that tends to <laughs> make the show a little bit more interesting. But uh, yeah, I, I actually I was. I don't know if you have the time for this, but I, I was no. talking to uh, huh? one of the other brewers at uh, work today, James, and he was he was asking, "Oh, are you going to tell him the original five gallon recipe that you did?" You know, and I and I thought about it, and uh, it was actually I, I know the book it's written in. I I have the page in my mind because I remember writing the recipe because uh, we had just gotten back from a beer bar. And my wife had ordered a, a, a Fuller's ESB, uh-huh. and the waitress asked, "Do you know what ESB stands for?" And my, you know, me and my wife look at each other and we're like, "What? What, what is she? What is this all about?" And she proceeds to tell us, which we are new, uh, extra special bitter. And she was trying to scare my wife off from drinking the beer, <laughs> and uh, and it was kind of shocking. So um, my wife got the beer anyway; she loved it. And proceeded to order a Bigfoot right after it, which really sent the girl into a tailspin. But uh, I went home and I wrote the recipe for for the original home brewed calico amber ale, and I I remember writing in phonetics, you know, extra special bitter, like really, uh, you know, scary stuff there. So uh, that was kind of uh, the the birth of calico as as we know it today. Oh, that's a great story. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Yeah, no problem. Great. So yeah, hopefully uh, you know, I'm Tasty's probably already brewing this right now. <laughs> yeah, I yeah, got a starter. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> he's already got a starter. He's doing in in, a, in about two <laughs> minutes. All right. So, well, we'll brew it up and let you, you know how it there? turns out. Okay, and uh, I got one last thing. Yeah, uh-huh. What's that? Triple Rock. <laughs> <laughs> I think maybe we head down there after the show. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Great. Thank you. Thank you very much. Okay, I rolled a 15, and I get a plus two from my yeast starter. No, sorry, you failed your roll. Your beer is infected. No way. You had to be to 24. It's schizosaccharomyces. This sucks. I just failed versus oxidation. Our party is fracked. Doug's the only one left, and his beer is a Berliner Weiss. What's this? A tea party? Hey, this is a brew session, man. Get lost. Is that an actual beer? Yeah, I crafted it. I don't really uh, use the dice anymore. I'm a 10th level beer nerd. Are you a 10th level beer nerd? Does your significant other know the difference between an Irish red ale and a Flanders red ale? Do you burp, strizzle, spalt, and fart Why yeast 2308? Then you're in good company at Northern Brewer. Northern Brewer has all your beer nerd needs, ingredients, equipment, and knowledge 24 hours a day at northernbrewer.com. Plus, fast, cheap shipping, only $7.99 for the contiguous USA. And check out Northern Brewer's huge selection of dorky beer kits, including the socially awkward Patters beer and the sci-fi convention showstopper number eight make 10th level at northernbrewer.com nico listen our lawyer said that we had to do this for one hour and after this we don't have to talk to each other for three more months and to the next meeting kids. come on let's get out of here i'm supposed to have more lines i'm the professional <clears throat> hey it's sully and i'm nico and we opened the 21st amendment nine years ago at 563 second street in san francisco just two blocks from giants park to make great beer and have a great time doing it. That's right, because to us, the 21st Amendment is more than just the right to make beer. It's the right to experiment, to be innovative, and just do things differently. And so now, we're putting our craft beer in cans. 
That's right, cans. You can find our world-famous Hell or High Watermelon Wheat Beer and Brew Free or Die IPA throughout California and Alaska. And now it's also available on draft at select accounts in the Bay Area. So next time you're at your local neighborhood pub or good beer store, be sure to ask for 21st Amendment in cans. Because everyone likes it in a can. Tasty Crack Cans. Tasty Crack Cans. In the past year, the Brewing Network has been able to add two new shows, expand our studio capabilities and quality, and bring more beer information home to you than ever before. In no small part, this is due to subscribers like you. Thank you from all of us at the Brewing Network. Without your monthly support of any denomination, we could not bring you the very best in live beer radio like Can You Brew It? Brew Strong and the Sunday Session. Haven't signed up yet? Join your fellow brewers in the BN Army. Sign up today at thebrewingnetwork.com for a recurring donation as little as $2 a month. Besides all the great live radio you'll support, every subscriber is automatically entered in monthly raffles for amazing brew gear like a conical firm a temperature control system, or your own draft setup. Become a part of the Bee and Army today. Williams Brewing is your online resource for prompt delivery of quality home brewing supplies. Since 1979, Williams Brewing has offered the finest equipment and freshest ingredients and the best customer service in the business. Cut hours off your brewing sessions by using one of their 11 varieties of famous Williams malt extract. Their Williams German Pills is mashed with pure German Moravian two-row barley malt for a light blonde color and malty crispness you just can't get from other extracts. Or check out their unique fermenters, draft beer equipment, bottling aids, and more. They even have their own line of precision hydrometers. Go to williamsbrewing.com to browse their vast selection and enter promo code BREW at the order checkout for $5 off your next order over $50. Orders placed by 3 p.m. ship the same day. Again, go to williamsbrewing.com and enter promo code BREW at checkout for $5 off your next order. Brewing is easy the Williams way. Live. Beer Radio. The Brewing Network. The Brewcasters. If you're just starting, don't be discouraged by all this stuff. It's yeah. so easy. Just throw it yeah. together. Put yeah. some sugar and some water and some yeast in there. Yeah. It's beer. <laughs> Network. Now back to the challenge. Can you brew it? All right, we're back. And if it sounds like we're having a good time here in the studio, it's because we do. Ah, lots of laughs during the... Uh... Yeah, thanks for putting your pants back on. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I had to show you. Yeah, I didn't show, want to see that. The, Always the, good for a laugh. The mighty acorn. Uh, <laughs> I was slipping to Mrs. Malty there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Malty. Uh, she doesn't deserve that. <laughs> Poor wife. Yeah, well, you know. You know, I'll, I'll do anything for ratings. We have ratings? Oh, yeah. Anybody out there? <laughs> you you okay. betcha. And they're going to show up at the NHC and they're going to slap you for saying that. Oh, the NHC. Oh, yeah, that's going to be crazy. They're out there and these people yeah. care. If you, they, see me, if you see me there, come say hey, because I won't be out of the, punch them in the, the basement junk. too often. So. <laughs> yeah, no. No, I you know we got we got a lot of uh, listeners that you know really really care what we do what we think you know what what's going on. I care and, about uh, them too, actually. And uh, you know, great appreciation for those folks. You know, they uh, them. 
they really uh, make it all happen. And, and, and that's why, you know, uh, a great company like Northern Brewer will sponsor a show like ours because yeah, that doesn't elude them. we got a lot of listeners. And, right. you know, those guys, they'll, they'll uh, take the time when they make an order. They'll say, hey, you know, thanks yeah, for sponsoring. Leave a uh, comment there. Yeah, you, know, sure. uh, you know, the Brewing Network. Uh, yeah. you know, or, you know. So I think uh, – and, and I think that's one of the things. If, if you're out to uh, – do your own can you brew it if you're out to, to you know you make your <laughs> yeah. own clone brews sure oh yeah a lot of times fun thing to do you know I, I get people email me all the time that uh say well you know i we, you know i get a request for can you brew it and uh you know we tried with this brewer at brewery x and they say no i emailed the brewer and he yeah. told me this and that kind of thing. He's, he's, or they say well sorry can't help you out or right. you know that's proprietary information things right. like that and and you know we run into that too, sure. But but I'll tell you, you know, I think uh, you know we have a little more success because uh, you know we get, we got a little more name recognition, and, and they go, well, all right, yeah, I'll go ahead and, and give them the information because you know uh, it'll 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 hit a lot of people, so yeah. they'll stop asking. It saves them a lot of time. So, yeah. They'd be getting all those emails otherwise. Right. You know? And and uh, you know it's a it's a little bit of information for them, a little notoriety. So. The uh, power of the Brewing Network, I think, is is uh, one of the things that makes this show possible. Yes. If it was you and me, a couple of no. uh, nose picking idiots uh, in our, in our you know, in our, our basement somewhere, <laughs> right. trying to do this, our garage, uh, it, it wouldn't be, uh, you know, it wouldn't have the production value, and wouldn't we no. would not have the success we no. have. So, it's the power of the um, right. you know, uh, I don't know where I was going with that, but. Uh, uh, so tell us. So this was your challenge, brewing the yeah, calico amber, right? Exactly. And uh, you know, t- tell us about your brew day. Tell us uh, what you did and what what the recipe was like. Okay. Well, the brew day, um, you know, started with, of course, making a starter a couple of days ahead of time. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But uh, the brew day, I went and and that uh, was the dry English ale yeast. Yes, the uh, White Labs 007 or the Y yeast uh, 1098, uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh, made a nice, uh, really nice starter of that. I think it was. Probably 3,500 milliliters for mm-hmm. a 10-gallon batch. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's a great, uh, interesting yeast. It looks different in the vial. It looks different in the in the starter. It's just uh, obviously a different kind of animal. Hmm. Anyway. Um, different how? I don't know. It just looks like it clumps up together, and it's sort of. Real flocculent? Yeah. It's real it's cheesy. Flo- it it's real cheesy. It's like curdly. Mm-hmm. It flocculates uh, even in the uh Well, no, the oh, oh, too will do that as well. It'll yeah, be, I think you know, real, real lumpy and, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cottage cheese. Anyway, I uh, decided to make a 10-gallon batch, or for uh, for us, that's uh, 12 gallons of wort. But I'm going to give you the recipe today for uh, six gallons. It seems to make more sense. But basically, I brewed beer that was, you know, twice this size. Well, all the recipes, we keep the same. <clears throat> yeah. Throughout the Jamel show, even when it was uh, my little buddy uh, John Plisse, uh, whatever applied to those recipes applies to these. We're keeping yeah. the same format so you know how to adjust uh, for exactly. your system. It's all the same. As long as it's the same as the main thing, it makes things easier yep. for all of us. So anyway, for the six-gallon batch or 22.7 liters, I had an uh, initial gravity of 1.055 or uh, 13.6 Play-Doh. My beer finished at 10.014, uh, 3.6 Play-Doh. I had an uh, apparent uh, fermentation of 74%, and IBUs of, calc- of estimated at 44.6. I'm using the estimated thing now. Anyway, uh, color is uh, calculated at uh, 15.9. The alcohol comes out to 5.4% ABV. I did a 90-minute boil. Yusef uh, said he does 60 on my system. Uh, 
probably my boiling level. He probably, he probably has a, you know, a nitro powered boil kettle. He can mm-hmm. go from you know and do it all in sixty minutes. But uh, with the BTUs that I've got and the uh, the wind and all the stuff that goes comes into play, I do a ninety. Mm-hmm. Uh, the pre-boil volume was seven point seven gallons or twenty nine point one liters, and uh, the pre-boil gravity was uh, ten forty two or ten point five Play-Doh. So that kind of gives you an idea what you know what the uh, the the wort looks like coming into this deal. Now for the grain bill, it's real simple: ten point three two pounds or four point six eight kilograms of uh, pale malt, you know, two row. One point seven two pounds or seventy eight kilograms of crystal ADL, which is mm-hmm. great. That's the Brees yeah crystal eighty uh-huh. exactly, uh-huh. and the. Uh, 0.93 pounds or 0.42 kilograms of Karastan malt, which I really, which I really mm-hmm. get, really get in this beer, and uh, 0.26 pounds or 0.12 kilograms of uh, Carapils, mm-hmm. standard Carapils. So you know it's a pretty simple malt bill, but you can kind of see there's, uh, it's all set up for an English you know style beer. Now here's where it kind of goes away from the English side. We use a lot of uh, American hops, and why not? They're all good. The uh, Yusef, uh, what was the the mash temp on that? Oh, um, I mashed at uh, like you said, one fifty F or sixty eight point three C for sixty minutes. Uh huh. Then I did a mash out uh, to one sixty eight F for at or seventy five point six C for ten minutes. Um, a little low for what I would be doing with this beer, but I could see what he's doing. He's trying to make sure he gets a well attenuated, um, you know. I think his 60 minutes is probably more about getting all the points out of the beer that he, you know, make sure it's all completely uh, converted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I when I when I did this, I thought I looked at it after 30 minutes and thinking, well, it's as clear as a bell. This this is already converted. Mm-hmm. But I went with the flow here and did the full 60. Mm-hmm. And you know, maybe something took place in that last 30 minutes that uh, I'm not accounting for. But uh, okay, so that's something I usually do. And what were the hops? Well, for hops, uh, he, he uh, I used uh, 0.38 ounces or 10.6 grams of nugget at 60 minutes. Also at 60 minutes, I used 0.38 ounces of, or 10.6 grams, same size, of galena. And that's the open pollination That's the open pollination Idaho. from the state of Idaho. Right, right. Yeah, it's sort of Galena. interesting. It gave us a mm-hmm. couple of learning opportunities there, so we had to go do a little bit of work to get it. Mm-hmm. And he said that the uh, the other hop was a, a common substitute for Northern Brewer. Mm-hmm. So I went to uh, through this, some hack runs this website, mrmalty.com or something. Had it like somewhere re- uh, referenced to Chris England's uh, mm-hmm. cross-reference thing or something. That's where I said, oh, yeah, Northern Brewer. So I... Follow these clues to their end, and uh, that's how we get the hops. He made us work for him. Uh, and then uh, after 60 minute edition, then we go right to the uh, 10 minute edition. Uh, half an ounce of, uh, or 14.2 grams of Cascade for uh, 10 minutes. And then uh, at uh, Flame Out or Whirlpool, whatever you're doing, uh, 0.75 ounces or 21.3 grams of Centennial. And 0.75 ounces or 21.3 grams of Cascade. That's the late, late uh, hop edition. Mm-hmm. 
Let's see. And um, you used the the dry English yeast, and and what was the fermentation like? Uh, what, what temperature did you do? And uh, well, Yusef suggested you know seventy degrees Fahrenheit uh-huh. or twenty C, uh-huh. which I did. That's I'm warm. A, yeah. It is warm. I'm a I'm a sixty eight guy for a beer like well actually right, right. for a beer like this I should, I probably wanted to be more like a sixty seven guy, mm-hmm. but I did the seventy. Hmm. Um, man, it was fast. It was quick. I would say done in, in three, three days. days. <laughs> yeah. uh, we could drink finish. it in a couple of days, you know. Yeah, I could see why uh, if I had a brewery and the beer could come out as clean as this did, I would definitely be doing something like that. Mm-hmm. I don't, uh, I don't get a lot of esters in uh, yeah either one of these beers. No hot alcohols. No, or, so can't knock it. Well, and speaking of the beer, all right. So, oh. so what's the what's the consensus here now? I'll I'll start off. Okay. I'll start off on this one. I, I think it's a uh, freaking clone. <laughs> I think there's uh, yeah. there's a slight uh, difference in maybe the uh, you know hop aroma. There's a very slight difference in the uh, maybe in in the malt a little bit, but I tell you, it's 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 dead nuts on. I I call this thing cloned. How about how about uh, you tasty? What, what are you? Yeah, I, I, I'm. I'm tasting, you know, some slight differences, but um, and then in the aroma thing, um, you know, I, I would say that uh, he, he, you know, he doesn't uh, dry hop his beer, but he does do a whirlpool, and, and as a home brewer, I, you know, I don't really, I'm not doing a whirlpool, mm-hmm. and uh, the whirlpool to me is as much, uh, you know, about not just hop agitation mm-hmm. but it's a amount of time mm-hmm. right because i'm pretty much as soon as my flame's out i'm already i'm running wart right. you know into my uh counter flow or terminator you know mm-hmm. type chiller and uh only thing i would say is if your process uh is like mine you may want to like uh either you know leave the hops set for a while in you know before you start the runoff or uh possibly even dry hop the beer mm-hmm. but no, they're, uh, they're I so close. I, I wouldn't dry hop with a lot. No. Uh, you know, maybe... Yeah, uh, this is definitely a malty beer. This is an ESB, not an mm-hmm. American amber. It's an English right. amber. Right. And it's got some hop character to it, uh, especially, you know, down there in San Diego. You know, it, it, it tends to have a nice, uh, you know, hop character all the way through. Um, but, uh, again, not 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 over the over the top. I think uh, I think what you got is, is spot on. I, I, I'm convinced. How about you, Justin? What, what do you think? Well, tasty. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. My, ball, my, balls, Uh-oh. my balls are in your hands. <laughs> like oh, like usual. <laughs> that, that almost yeah, always this time happens we're on the air. after the show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got the after confused. party. Oh, edit that out. Cloned. Oh, right. Cloned right. tasty. Right. And, and the... And and the part uh, to me that that's uncanny is the is the color. Mm-hmm. It has this real nice kind of a reddish, pale ale color to it. Obviously, it's an amber. Um, the red it has kind of an amber color to deep, it. Yeah, it does. It's a deep amber <laughs> that uh, that you nailed. Tasty color is just right. Well, and, you know, yeah. You well, said what's funny was it was the coloring you, agents. Well, these crystals. But you. <laughs> I had, I had tasted, you know, after after that, I was drinking some more of your Calico Amber, which is really good. And then, uh, you know, I came back, and I'm like, uh, I couldn't remember whether I finished it or not. And I'm like, well, is that Calico Amber? Or, you know, did you pour me some Calico Amber? Or is that more of oh, yours? Yeah, or right. I had no idea. And yeah, I hold them right. up side to side, you know, they're the same. 
And you filtered yours also, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, yeah. If I hadn't, uh, we would, you know, have cloudy versus clear. Yeah, right. Yeah, well, I, I think that made a big difference in in this beer that you filtered it. In, in, in certainly, in well, the mine, yeah, it. mine's real young, so that the filtering, you know, basically, you know, it's like a longer mm-hmm. maturation period. Yeah, condensed. Yeah, it's a good beer, and it's cloned. I tell you, if we're gonna do more of this, uh, can you brew it? I don't know. Maybe we'll do it. Maybe not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You think we'll do we'll, we'll do some more? I don't know. If we <laughs> tell you what, I'm having a great time. I'm making beers and using yeast I would never use. Right. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. enjoying it, too. If we do, I think I'm going to have to start filtering here because, you know, a lot of oh, these whoa, breweries, whoa, whoa. Uh, you know, they're filtering. Uh-oh. They're filtering, and, you know, yeah. the problem is I'll bring it. Sorry, uh, you know a beer and you know a, a lightly color. it worked with the stout. I was okay. Yeah, yeah. But, you know something else. It's a little bit hazy, and you're like, right. well, this is probably the homebrew. It's probably commercial brew. It's a good point. You know, you've gotten yeah. off easy because you did the the Pullman Brown, right? Brown. Uh, the Moose Drool, the Moose Drool, another Brown. one that you could get away right. with, right? And then the stout. Um, it was censored, and uh, Lagunitas IPA were the were the problem children yeah. because you could see that you know one was cloudy and one wasn't. But you're right. If we give you a pale ale or something in there, you may have to filter just so we <laughs> just so it's still blind. You know, look at him. He's like well, you know, you know, his when, yeah, you know, I like it. When we did the censored, I mean, I could see that one glass was. So I just you know when I did the side by side, yeah, we tried not to. Look I at mixed them up and you know and yeah. I didn't look at them and I tasted them without looking at, at right. the beer. That's why we figured that was cloned. And I mean, you know, our goal here is not to just say, well, we cloned it. We want to make sure that when you brew this beer, you have a reasonable chance of getting the beer. Right. Right. You know, and and a little bit of haze, that's that's not a big deal. I mean, we're we're really focused on um, the oral flavor and drinking and, you know. Yeah. Right. I still but, would have called uh, it cloned. I just found it pretty remarkable how close you got the color and the clarity. Yeah, so. yeah it's spot on. Right, same right. Color. So, yeah, I think I maybe I'll have to filter, which I generally don't like to do because I'm really lazy. Yeah, it's going to hold another set of caves. Yeah. But, you know, the interesting thing, if anybody wants to get into uh, filtering, uh, you go to uh, northernbrewer.com. they got all the filtering equipment that you could need. They're a great sponsor. And uh, you could listen to Brew Strong. Uh, John Palmer and myself and uh, Tasty McDole sat in and uh, kind of worked us through uh, filtering. That's right. So uh, everything you need to know to get started filtering and all the equipment you need to get filtering is uh, available from the Brewing Network. Just uh, brewingnetwork.com. Check out that Brew Strong show on filtering. Uh, I'm not sure if it's posted yet. I think it, it's scheduled to post uh, next Monday. It's next right. Monday's oh, Brew Strong. look forward to that. Yeah. If you had listened uh, live, you'd already have that, but yeah. uh, it's coming up next week, so you can listen to that in between uh, Canyon Brew It shows. And then... Uh, <clears throat> Um, again, you can go to northernbrewer.com and pick up the uh, filtering equipment. I, I think that's what uh, I might do. And Should so have it there as a backup. I think I, if I didn't filter, I'd always want to have it available in case right. uh, something right. came up. Well, especially something like this. You know? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, like I was saying, it's fun to make these beers. And or it's if you're fun trying to, to get a beer ready quickly. To get them as close as they are yeah. to the original. Because you can let it sit for you know a month and let all the yeast yeah. drop out yeah. and you know, stuff. And, or you can filter, right. and you can have it ready in a day. It's pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Okay, great. I do have one question from the chat about oh, sure. the beer. Um, T Rocket asks if there's an IBU target for for amber ales, um, and and can they be malty and hoppy, and and how does that balance relate to this beer? Oh yeah yeah yeah. Okay, so the whole can of things. All right. So first off. Um, I did want to mention that, you know, uh, Yusuf had said that it was like a 35 measured, but a 45 target. 
and you went with the 45 target. Right. And that was the right thing to do because yeah. the bitterness was, was spot on. And that's, again, one of the things you need to do is realize that the formulas in all these brewing softwares don't get you an exact IBUs. Right. So, uh, well, and the commercial you know, brewer's got a different hop utilization than we get. He's in a big-ass right. vat. Right. And that, We're in that a really enclosed... A yeah, exactly. Uh, as far as amber ales go... Uh, there's a wide range. Now, if you're looking at the BJCP description of amber ales, um, you know, it can, it's anywhere from, you know, almost a sweet, uh, light, uh, you know, uh, caramel with a little bit of balancing bitterness to, uh, you know, a little more firm bitterness and, uh, you know, hop character. But, uh, you know, here on the West Coast, we go with, uh, you know, blasting malt character and blasting hops and uh you know it can it can be anything along those lines so if you're in a competition depends on where you're in in competition i would say go more caramelly for the english uh, and kind of you know restrain your bittering and hops and make the whole thing kind of balanced out even if you're you know especially midwest um you know if you're west coast then, you know, we consider something like, uh, you know, um, Bear Republic's uh, Red Rocket. We consider that an amber, <laughs> an amber ale. <laughs> and that's... Most would say that's an IPA, but that's an amber yeah, It's a really dark, you know, ro- almost roasty uh, IPA with a ton of hops. Right. Uh, amber ale to us. So, yeah, uh, that's an amber, right? I don't know if that completely answers the question, <laughs> but uh, uh, that answer the question? Justin says yes. Good enough for me. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. Happy. Hey, I do have an announcement I wanted to get out oh. there, because uh, this show, I think, is going to air just before NHC. Your surgery? Uh, oh. I will have had my surgery by then, so uh, don't shake my hand too hard. That's my announcement. No, uh, we are giving more beers, part of uh, the Brewing Network's oh. uh, donation giveaway. More beer donates something for us to give away to donors uh, mm-hmm. every month. Sometimes uh, they go nuts. Yes. In June, uh, they are allowing us to give away a brew sculpture. We're giving Ooh. away the uh, More Beer 1000, I think it is, the gravity sculpture mm. uh, with brushed stainless steel frame, the all-new design. Uh, it will be uh, raffled off uh, at club night um, uh-huh. uh, during the NHC, along with another sculpture that More Beer is giving mm. away. Um, so there'll be two sculptures given away, one of them to a Brewing Network listener. And if you go to the On Tap page on thebrewingnetwork.com, you can find the rules and how to enter. But basically, if you're a donor... So, it's yeah, it's that monthly... The cheapest way to get an entry into this thing is to uh, sign up for monthly donations. Two bucks. You sign up and even if, if you only a- sign up for a month... right. Uh, you know, and and donate the two bucks, you're in. You, you yes, got an entry you're in, in exactly. So, uh, you know, whereas if you're not a recurring donor, to get in on the sculpture raffle, you have to donate ten bucks a ticket. Ten bucks. But if you're a two dollar a month donor, like you're you were in. saying, you get an amen. So, and and these sculptures are worth. I don't know. It depends on what, what features they put on This it. one's a $2,200 sculpture yeah. with all the features that they've thrown in because they've put in the burner setup and the chiller. Uh, they don't like to half-ass things. When they give something away, you can brew on it that day. And so it's a $2,200 value. <laughs> to, you know, For $2 a month, you could have your name in the hat. It's so cool well, that they're doing and that it's, for us. And it's not just that. If you, if you sign up and you, you do the recurring uh, thing... Every month there is a a raffle, right? right. And yeah. every month you're so in always it a sculpture, but you're in on so those. it's two that's bucks right. a month, right. and you're entered. You've got an entry into this raffle for right. something from more beer that that's being donated. So, 
Eh, for me, I'd sign up, and you know, you got pretty good chances. And, well, heck and yes, you're also it's better than the lottery. The, I mean, there's not cause. that many listeners. There's not. No. It's kind of a no-brainer, right? Yeah. So I just want to announce that because, uh, you know, by the time you guys hear this in the archive, it'll be just before. I think you'll still have time to uh, enter. So if you want to get yourself a sculpture, it's a good way to do it. Great. Well, if you get a chance, uh, you know, come by the NHC and uh, hopefully you're signed up. Uh, They, because we moved the Pro Brewers and the club night out to bigger halls, They've got uh, a few more tickets for club night and for pro brewers that they can sell. So uh, we can squeeze a few more people in there, and it's going to be the experience of a lifetime. Well, club night is the uh, heart and soul of the whole thing, as yes. I see it. Yep. And if you can get in there for 45 bucks and experience that, right. that's a great deal. Well, in pro brewers night, we're going to have, what, well, yeah, 45, I've... 50 of the best breweries <laughs> around. Yeah. Uh, they're pouring, and there's no like you know dollar a sample or anything like no, that. No, no, You're in, that. and it's all you know. And the brewers themselves are going to be there at most of the yep. uh, mm-hmm. venues. Gonna and don't forget the night before. It's one hell of a week. So that <laughs> the Pro Brewers nights the Thursday, right? Club night. nights the Friday, Wednesday. Wednesday. BNA4, the anniversary party. Yeah. It's the party of the year. And it will also be, uh, as you mentioned, uh, uh, not a dollar a drink or anything. You bu- you're going to get your glass at the party. you got to buy a commemorative BN glass. It's mm-hmm. a sweet glass we're having designed. And then it's all the beer you can uh, stand up and right. drink. And I mean that. If you're not standing up, we'll probably stop serving you. Right. Uh, <laughs> but all the beer you can stand up and drink. Uh, live music. One hell of a week. I mean, I don't yeah. know why anybody would be anywhere else. June... 17th through the... Yeah, 19th, we guarantee good weather. 20th. Well, I'll tell you, even if you didn't sign up for the uh, conference, you, you still probably want to hang out in the area because we'll be hitting all the local bars, we'll yeah. be, yeah. you know, restaurants, we'll be hanging out, and, uh, you know, like you're saying, the uh, anniversary party is going to be yeah. you know, one heck of, a, heck of a thing. And there's even um, uh, pre-conference events right. that you can sign up for. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, you don't have to attend the conference to attend the pre-conference events either. Yeah. What a week. Uh, if there were, like, liver pills or something to help me get through that week, that'd be great. <laughs> All right. So, uh, you cloned it. Thank you. Thank Success. you very much. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and, I'm, not, uh, you know, I'm not beyond failing, so... You're not beyond failing. No, well, thank I mean, you. No. I, I'm glad to get that vote of confidence. But one thing's there. for sure is if if I get the recipe from the brewer, I can I can make what he's saying. Right, right. You know, I mean, because I I feel like I can I got control of my process. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to happen unusual. So well, it's those it's fun. you know it's really under, understanding what you're being told. Yes. Right? right. And kind of reading between the lines yeah. and some There's of that some stuff. of that going on. Some riddles that you have through in right. there. That's interesting. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, being able to use Google. Google. (laughs) That was a critical part of cloning this beer. Yeah. All right. So uh, another beer successfully cloned. And uh, we'll be back in uh, another two weeks with uh, probably at the conference. And we'll we'll have another cloned beer there. We'll another challenge. And uh, I'm not sure exactly what it is at this point, but we'll we'll have one for you. Got a lot of options. See what see what happens. Yeah, we're we're working uh, night and day to uh, get yeah. that. And, we, and and for you international listeners, we are working on oh, international. We're trying, we're trying. <coughs> beers <coughs> as well. <coughs> you should wait to hit the joint until after the <coughs> show's over. Yeah, what's this? Oh, all right. So please visit our our great sponsor, northernbrew.com. dot com. And uh, until then, <coughs> brew strong. <coughs>